Hallelujah! Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Hallelujah! Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. be with you. Let us pray. O God, whose Son Jesus is the Good Shepherd of your people, grant that when we hear his voice, we may know him who calls us each by name and follow where he leads, who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. 
On the morning of the day after Peter and John healed the man lame from birth, the rulers and elders and scribes were gathered together in Jerusalem with Annas the high priest and Cephas and John and Alexander and all who were of the high priestly family. And when they had set them in the midst, they inquired, By what power and by what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today concerning a good deed done to a cripple, by what means this man has been healed, be it known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing before you well. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, but which has become the head of the corner. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. The word of the Lord. reading from 1 John. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or speech, but in deed and in truth. By this we shall know that we are of the truth, and reassure our hearts before him whenever our hearts condemn us. For God is greater than our hearts, and he knows everything. Beloved, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God, and we receive from him whatever we ask, because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we should believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he has commanded us. All who keep his commandments abide in him, and he in them. 
And by this we know that he abides in us by the spirit which he has given us. The word of the Lord. Lord be with you. The Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ according to Saint John. Glory to you Lord Christ. Jesus said, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hireling and not a shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hireling and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. As the Father knows me and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also and they will heed my voice. So there shall be one flock, one shepherd. The Gospel of the Lord. Grant, O Lord, that thy word only may be spoken and thy word only may be received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Welcome, everyone, on what must be one of the busiest weekends in Laurel. It's great to have you all here this morning. This morning, um, as you all visit and are here, it's Good Shepherd Sunday, which is, happens every fourth Sunday in Easter. It's the Sunday we read Psalm 23 and we hear the Gospel of John. I am the Good Shepherd. Good Shepherd Sunday. And since it happens every year, as you go through your ministry, the more years you preach, the more years you sort of begin to run out of ideas about the Good Shepherd. And 
who he is and some new angle on the Good Shepherd. Um, and so I was sort of fretting with that this week um, and reading over the, the lessons for this morning. And I came across Psalm 23, which we sang beautifully. Um, and it brought back a flood of memories for me, um, this psalm throughout my life. It's been a part of my life since my earliest memory as well. But my earliest memories of it are much different than the way I think about it today. When I heard it as a child, it was always at a funeral. I don't remember Good Shepherd Sunday as a child, uh, but at funerals, it was always read or sung, and at the graveside, it was always said. And I remember all this because my mother, God love her, would always volunteer me to do every single funeral, to do you know everything at church I was volunteered for. So. While some kids were let out of school to maybe go to the beach or to go to some exciting thing, a lot of times I was let out of fifth and sixth period to go to a funeral. And I remember that because there's a lot of sad people. When you're a kid, you don't really understand funerals uh, in the way you might as an adult. But there were a lot of sad people, and I didn't know anybody, and I knew I had to stand there. And if you go to a graveside funeral, you'll know that it's never the perfect temperature at the graveside. It's either hot and the sun is blaring or it's cold and windy so it's never a nice day out at the graveside and so that was my first memories yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil when I got into high school perhaps senior in high school freshman in college there was a myriad of war movies I don't know why but there was seemed to be a lot of war movies coming out and I remember one distinctly because it struck me in an odd way. It was a take, or it was a distortion, if you will, of Psalm 23. And one of the uh, military officers or war people uh, said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, because I'm the baddest man in the valley. So it was not, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I'm the baddest man in the valley. And that struck me because of my youth and remembering it at the funeral so often and then seeing on TV, it was kind of heroic. It was more exciting. It had more adventure, more challenge than it seemed the psalm I'd grow up with listening to at funerals. And so it stuck with me and I, it sort of changed how I thought, I guess. I don't know, it'd be take a long time to sort of and a lot of therapy to figure that out. But I do remember in college and being a young adult sort of striking out on my own, trying to be the baddest man in the valley, trying to be dependent on no one, trying to be self-sufficient, self-reliant. I remember my brief career in race, uh, mountain bike racing and in running and things like that, uh, rugby. I remember working very hard and trying to be tougher than anyone else, trying to sort of take the world and make it my own. And so, in a lot of ways, that sort of distortion of Psalm 23 I heard in the war movie became a mantra. Although subconsciously, I will give you. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. At some point in my young adult life, though, the I'm the baddest man in the valley began to wear thin and began to get holes in it. 
the valley became a very scary place. Now, growing up, I'd also thought of evil, or when you, when if I said the word evil, the first thing that probably comes to your mind is the sci-fi channel or the Amityville horror or some sort of terrible distortion of human life on, on a horror fil- flick. But evil is correctly defined is the opposition to the true desires of an individual. So those things that stand in the way of our salvation and our greater good. Evil, commonly defined, is what ought not to exist. Death in itself is evil. So it's not so much the demons in the movies or something that's grandiose. Evil is the tragedies and the temptations and the storms we all face in our life. Evil is the stuff that truly scares us, that truly overwhelms us. Evil is the stuff that is very hard to go through. Evil is the stuff that truly tells you you are not the baddest man in the valley. You are not self-sufficient. You are not self-reliant. You are not dependent on no one. And I start to lose, to learn that. Holes began to grow in that mantra. Because childhood heroes die. Children become sick. Some of them die. People lose their jobs. People get sick. Financial troubles overwhelm. A myriad of things happen to us that humble us and make us realize just how insignificant we are. Just how out of control we truly are. Just how evil the valley truly is. The storms of life toss you about and throw you to the ground. At some point, I think it happens to, to many of us, Jesus becomes more than an idea you were taught as a child. Jesus becomes more than a moral compass. Jesus becomes someone more than something you were forced to go participate in. Jesus becomes real and true to you, a friend, a shepherd to you in ways you could have never dreamed of as a child the depth of the relationship of Jesus and the idea of the Good Shepherd becomes very, very real to you when you, your eyes are opened and you see how grand and how evil the valley truly is. There is no way, at one point we all realize this, we can make it through the valley alone. We need a shepherd, a guide, someone who truly is the baddest man in the valley. We need someone. Evil exists, and its ultimate form is death. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, the valley we must go through is our lives. We must have a shepherd. We cannot make it on our own. We must have someone to lead us, to guide us, to stave off the evil. And there's another thing when, you, when we think about Good Shepherd Sunday. Jesus says, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. There shall be one flock, one shepherd. There's something else we don't often think about, but the fold. The sheep is the church. It is impossible to make it alone through this valley of the shadow of death. 
when there is no fold, when there is no congregation, when there is no church. I never, never truly understood, and still don't really even as a priest, I never truly understood what it meant to the families and to those who came to the funerals that I left school at fifth and sixth period to be an acolyte, to come and pray for the dead, to come and mourn with the weary. I didn't get it and still don't truly get it, but I understand now the vast depth of it. I never understood what it meant when my mother dropped me off to mow the yards of shut-ins. I never understood what it meant when we went out of our way to take a chicken casserole to the bereaved. I never knew what it meant when my mother would drag me down to church to say morning prayer or to two church services on Sunday. I never knew the power of the church at prayer. And I never understood the power of the church in fellowship as a child, but I do now. I know now that the prayers of one shut-in can do mighty, mighty things, can do saving things, can do great things in the spiritual valley of evil. The herd is essential. The church is essential. It is an extension of the shepherd. Father Bush, who joins us this morning, was talking about the shepherd and the sheepdog. The sheepdog is an extension of the shepherd. The sheepdog keeps everyone in line and guard, protects them and guides them. They work together just as the church works with Jesus. It's an extension. There's no beginning and no end, really. There is safety here. There is strength here. There is brotherhood here. There is security here. There is salvation within these walls. Those who go alone are doomed to succumb to evil. Heroes die. The storms of life batter and beat you down. If you have no shepherd and no flock, it's a very difficult life that in the end gets you. So this morning, brothers and sisters, do not forget Good Shepherd Sunday. There is one flock and one shepherd. Whether you like it or not, we all must walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That is our lives. We all must face evil. That is our lives. But a life that through the great shepherd does not end in eternal death. A life that through the great shepherd, our Savior Jesus Christ, does not end in suffering and loneliness. A life that through our great shepherd, Jesus Christ, is lived abundantly, even within the shadow of the valley of death. It's lived abundantly. Surely thy loving kindness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. One thing I want to be perfectly clear about, I've tested this, you are not the baddest person in the valley. You cannot make it through life on your own. You need the shepherd. You need the fold. You need the church. Take your part in the church. Pray for others. Help others. Guide others. Love others. We all need one another to make it. We all need one another to work with the Good Shepherd, our Savior, Christ. And this morning, brothers and sisters, above all else, let us give thanks for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the true shepherd of the flock. Let us give thanks for him who laid down his life that we may have life and have it abundantly. Let us give thanks that through him we will work together 
and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We will know salvation from this point to eternity. We are not alone. The valley of the shadow of death is not our end. We have salvation in our Lord and Savior. We have salvation in the great shepherd. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Standing, let us affirm our faith in God and in His Holy Church. We believe in one God, the Father of the Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, of all that He has seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God and God, life and life, true God and true God, begotten and not made, of my being with the Father. Kneeling, let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy. 
Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy. We commend to your mercy all who have died, especially James Moy, that your will for them may be fulfilled, and we may pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. For your handmaids with child, especially Heather Brown, Catherine Davis, Karen Fitzgerald, Elizabeth Hancock, Sarah Harrison Ishi, Kim Johnson, Amanda Kennedy, Jennifer Malone, and Jody Tucker. And for those celebrating birthdays this week, especially Bogdan Gard, Chris Johansson, Jimmy Sue Keys, and Charlotte Orr. Also for those celebrating anniversaries this week, especially Billy and Linda Howard. For those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit, especially Connie Baxter, Elliot Biggert, Tracy Brown, Forrest Boyd, Kevin Boyette, Beth Boykin, James Ray Bush, Karen Cannon, Luca Seraldo, Mary Craft, Mike Dermid, Bill Devers, Sean Eubanks, Connie Garner, Abby Hedrick, Bill Hersom, Matilda Holliday, Lucy Hall, Leroy Jensen, Lynn Jenkins Lindsay, Mary Lou Lott, Della McAllister, Jean Miller, Theron Miller, Castile Moffitt, Austin Morgan, Herbert Parsley, Carol Prevost, Jenny Lou Kwong, Catherine Rich, Ashley Rogers, Carol Saget, Diane Scott, Laverne Scott, Ruel Shouse, Casey Smith, Don Smith, Wendy Sneed, Carolyn Rustansel, Tiffany Tipton, Joan Todd, Joyce Thames, Martha Jane Tyler, Mary Wade, Shirley Waldrop, Dan Walters, and Tom Williams. For all who suffer from chronic illnesses and for those we now name. For the protection of the men and women of our armed forces at home and abroad, especially John Asbell, Louisa Balthazar, Chase Bradshaw, John Brewer, Michael Buthler, Michael Cahill, Mark Carter, Melissa Kleckler, Stan Harris, Jay Holloway, Scott Howell, Eric Emilio, Walton Lucky, Bailey Lutz, Calvin Powell, R.P. Powell, Harold Russell, Michael Thomas, Joe Vinson, James Warner, Mark Waters, and Wyatt Welch. Lord Jesus Christ, good shepherd of the sheep, you came to seek the lost and gather them into your fold. Have compassion on those who have wandered from you. Feed those who hunger. Let the weary lie down in your pastures. Bind up those who are broken in heart and strengthen those who are weak. And lead us all, O Lord, in the paths of righteousness 
for your name's sake. Amen. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have left done and by what we have left undone. We cannot love you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Amen. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Good morning, everyone, and uh, welcome to St. John's on Good Shepherd Sunday. It's great to have you here with us. Uh, welcome especially those who are here because of the um, Gardner reunion. Uh, we have a lot of things going on this, this week, uh, so pay close attention. Uh, we are starting a new thing on Monday morning. Uh, we will begin offering uh, morning prayer every weekday at 8.30 in the chapel. So that's... Uh, no pomp and circumstance at all. It's about 15, 20 minutes uh, in length. Uh, but we, we do want to start offering that on a regular basis. And then by popular demand, our uh, Wednesday noon mass will, will be happening not just in Lent, but every Wednesday of the year. Uh, so that begins at 12.05 in the chapel, about 25, 30 minutes, uh, probably 35 really, uh, in length in the sacrament of unction will be offered after that for all who desire. So uh, please take note of those two things. The ECW meets tomorrow at noon uh, in the parish house. They'll gather for a wonderful lunch and the exciting program. Uh, so all the ladies of the, of the parish are cordially invited for that. There's a nursery for that. Uh, next week, Day in the Park is here. And as is St. John's tradition, we um, sponsor a Coca-Cola booth. Uh, and we still need a few people to sign up. If you are at all interested, there's a sign-up sheet on Elizabeth's desk in the parish house, or you may do so uh, through our email or website. So uh, please do sign up. We have some spaces that are needed for that. And I think that's um, all that's, that's, that's really pressing right now. I would ask you to mark your calendars for the parish picnic. That's Pentecost Sunday, May 27th. Uh, if, if you're in town, that's also Memorial Day weekend, but if you're in town, it's a wonderful, wonderful event. Uh, they're Billy and Linda are gracious hosts. And we always have a wonderful time out there, so mark your calendars. 
And again, everyone, well, ascribe to the Lord the honor to his name, bring offerings and come into his courts.
that we may help our Lord and Savior in shepherding the fold, that we may be a presence of God here in the community of all. We also offer special attention for all those who have traveled to all for class reunions, that traveling mercies may follow them as they depart. We offer special attention as well for the poor of this country, for those who are unloved and unwanted, and may the souls of all the faithful departed to the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. 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 The Lord be with you. Give thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you have made known to us in creation, and the calling of Israel to be your people, and your word spoken through the prophets, and above all, in the word made flesh, Jesus, your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil, 
and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took a cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, and we await his coming in glory. And we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country where, with the ever-blessed Virgin Mary, St. Mark the Apostle, St. Philip and St. James, St. John our patron, and all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen.
Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you.